Hello, everyone, and welcome to One-on-One -on -one with the Multi-Asset Management Team. My name is Marcello Holdich, and I'm a Vice President and Portfolio Manager on the team. The recent regulatory tightening in China surprised global markets and left investors asking why. This month, I will outline the possible reasons and some investment implications. China is openly nationalizing companies like for-profit education providers and instructing for-profit companies like technology firms how to invest their earnings and how to pay their employees. The message to any firm in China is clear. Behavior that departs too visibly from the perceived need of social harmony will not be tolerated. So why would China do this? One possibility is social concerns. If the cost of education runs too high, for example, will birth rates slow? Moreover, the Communist Party cannot allow companies like Alibaba and Tencent to be perceived as above the party. Another explanation is that China is simply carrying out its industrial policy, shifting capital and labor where the central planners think it is best used. There are many possible reasons, but the bottom line is we should not expect a reversal of these decisions. Besides declining share prices, another consequence of these actions is that many Chinese companies will find it impossible to raise capital in the United States. While not a positive development, China does have plenty domestic investors they can tap into to grow their businesses and can still raise foreign capital on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. As foreign investors like ourselves, if we do want to invest in China in the future, we will likely have to do it on China's terms. To assess what the implications are for investors, it might be useful to look at what happened with Chinese banks and Chinese telecommunication companies as their government exerted more control over their operations. Their earnings growth declined and their price to earnings multiples derated and have not recovered to this day. Hardly a ringing endorsement, but there is reason to believe tech stocks will be able to avoid the same fate as their businesses are still in fast growing areas of the economy. And now that the news is arguably reflected in prices, does this mean it's time to buy Chinese stocks? In the near term, negative sentiment will likely cause high volatility and possibly further declines. We continue to monitor the situation very closely and have not added materially to China. It's also helpful to remember that China is an emerging market and remains a relatively small portion of our portfolios on a strategic basis. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. 
The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns net of fees and expenses payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated.